This is SEO Snippets, episode 8 for April the 2nd, 2020. Only one article today, uh, trying to keep this short and actually snippet-like. The article today is How to Get Your Brand in Google's Knowledge Graph Without a Wikipedia Page by John Barnard. This article appeared uh, yesterday, April 1st, on the searchenginejournal.com. So if you do wish to read it after this, please go there and check it out. Into the article. How to get your brand in Google's knowledge graph without a Wikipedia page by Jason Barnard. There is no longer any need to create a Wikipedia page to get a knowledge panel for a brand. You can get into the knowledge graph and trigger a knowledge panel on your brand SERP without Wikipedia. And that is wonderful news for us all. The question is, how? How to get in the knowledge graph. There are three steps you can take to get in the knowledge graph and trigger a knowledge panel for your brand without a Wikipedia article. Number one, your site is the source of information about you. Make sure you set out who you are and what you do clearly in the copywriting on your About Us page. Number two, add schema.org markup. Make it as detailed as possible and cite sources that confirm. And number three, get significant coverage in multiple independent, reliable, secondary sources. There you have it, three points there on how to get in the knowledge graph. That's a summation of the article and it is presented at the top of the article, which I sneakily suspect is going potentially for a snippet, not a knowledge graph, but a snippet there, which is uh, pretty smart there, I think. Um, So, Jason says here that the third point is a sticking point for most brands. Step three there, get significant coverage in multiple independent, reliable, secondary sources. That's the sticking point. Now he says here that his preferred way of stating this uh, is a bit of a rephrase, but it's still the same essential thing. Corroboration on multiple trusted, authoritative, independent third-party sites. So that's the third step you're going for. The first step is uh, your site needs to be the source of information about you. The second is schema.org markup. And the third is that significant coverage uh, that Jason prefers to status, you know, corroboration on multiple authoritative websites. So let's jump into a bit more in the article. We'll get a bit of history here about uh, the knowledge graph and and a little bit why, I guess, why Jason is probably someone who's, I think, more than likely uniquely uh, suited to speak on this. Corroboration for the knowledge graph has always required more than just Wikipedia. Jason says here, a quick aside, over the years I've been tracking knowledge panels and the Knowledge Graph API. There has never been a direct correlation between Wikipedia articles and Knowledge Graph presence. The Knowledge Graph has always contained some brands that have no Wikipedia pages and some brands that have Wikipedia pages are not in the Knowledge Graph. Andrea Volpini, the brains behind WordLift, a SaaS that builds internal knowledge graphs has mentioned to me conversations he has had with people at Google and Bing. The key for them in determining knowledge is multiple confirmations, aka solid corroboration. So there you have it. So a quick aside here, uh, it says that, you know, as much as it may seem that way, Wikipedia hasn't been the only uh, source more than likely of, of these brand mentions, of these knowledge graphs appearing. 
for brands. Um, there'll be more about this later, but uh, interesting to know because I'm, from personal experience and probably from yours if you've seen this, Wikipedia is very, very often linked uh, in those knowledge graphs on the side of the SERP showing you, you know, source wikipedia.com or wherever I guess you are in the world potentially it's wikipedia.whatever. Um, so, so Jason goes on to say that uh, Andrea, 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 I'm not quite sure on that one, uh, has had a uh, number of conversations with Google and Bing and the number of mentions that's been thrown around as far as um, corroborating sites is 30. So 30 corrobor confirmations or corroborations. Now, states here that it's not a hard and fast rule. It's not something that Google or Bing has come out and said it has to be this many. Um, but uh, he makes the point here that I think is very relevant is that 30 is a great... Uh, it's a great number for us to set as a goal as SEOs or as you know as people in-house marketers or, or whatever you are listening to this it's a good goal to set and say okay if we're not in the knowledge graph and we want to be we need 30 uh, authoritative corroborating uh, websites to basically say this is who we are this is our brand etc so moving on what are the sources Google considers trusted and authoritative you might immediately think uh, the CIA World Factbook, Freebase, and Wikidata are the other websites that Google considers trusted and authoritative, outside of Wikipedia, of course. Uh, a lot of people do think this, and that's because that Amit Singhal from, from Google came out uh, some time ago now and said that, uh, well, there's a quote going around basically about him, this is a Google Knowledge Graph, Freebase, Wikipedia, and the CIA World Factbook uh, were mentioned. Basically, very close to something he said within an interview uh, or an article. Now, what we get here is though, the full quote of that says that Google's knowledge graph isn't just rooted in public sources such as Freebase, Wikipedia, and the CIA World Factbook. It's also augmented at much larger scale because we're focused on compre comprehensive breadth and depth. It currently contains more than 500 million objects as well as more than three and a half billion facts about and relationships between these different objects. And it's tuned based on what people search for and what we find out on the web. So that's a direct full quote, right? So really, the quote that's thrown around very often by SEOs is that, you know, it's these three places, uh, Freebase, Wikipedia, and the CIA, CIA World Factbook. And I just realized that I said outside of Wikipedia, but then quoted Wikipedia. Anyway, um, Wikidata, Wikidata, so Wikipedia and other Wikipedia uh, entities. So it's very much quoted that these are the, the place to go if you uh, want to be featured. But I mean, it actually said it in full that, that these are obviously going to be trusted places because he stated them. And obviously these are things that people have caught on, on caught on to, sorry. But it's not that these are the only ones. There's much more that that's taken from. Uh, so a wider web-based um, you know, search, I guess, brings this up, which makes a whole lot of sense when you see that Google sees a large part of the web. Um, okay, so moving on. Um, 2020 brings a window into trusted sources. So, so things have been changing around the Google Knowledge Graph for quite some time. Uh, we see here that uh, Jason has actually done quite a bit of research into this over the last few years and up until July 2019 pre an update that he calls a Budapest update Wikipedia was the sole cited source of knowledge uh, in the knowledge panel but it wasn't the only source uh, so 
some points he has here says that before the summer of 2019 update uh, he was tracking 7455 brands at the time of this uh, while doing that Google cited no sources other than Wikipedia and knowledge panels so nothing other cited but showed 22% of knowledge panels with no cited source so Google had a lot of uh, uh, Google did cite them then Wikipedia and 80 8% of its knowledge panels, but there were 22% there going unsighted uh, and From what I gather here very often those though a lot of those brands didn't have a Wikipedia page either So clearly Google was getting that from somewhere else Moving on he says March 2020 everything has changed Wikipedia is no longer the single source or at least the single sided source I would say um, This is an astounding turnaround in just seven months so uh, underneath this, he has a little uh, table here that shows us that the brands that trigger a knowledge panel based on what he's tracking of those 7,000, 7,500 roughly, 45% trigger a knowledge panel. Uh, of that 45%, only about half of them show a Wikipedia as a cited source, 32% show none, and 12% show other cited sources. So interesting to know now. So since basically, you know, last month, we're looking at now 12% uh, of, of the knowledge panel citing different sources other than Wikipedia and still 32% that are, are citing none. So potentially many other sources there that are still being played around with Google is tinkering with. Um, so several points. Google expanded the presence of knowledge panels for brands significantly uh, around March. Uh, Wikipedia is not the only cited source there are hundreds of additional cited source, 237 actually in, in the, his data set. Um, almost one in five cited sources in knowledge panels is not Wikipedia, that means. Uh, Wikipedia, Wikipedia's share of knowledge panels uh, in March dropped by a third. And knowledge panels with no cited sources jumped by almost 50%. So jumped by 50% to that 32% that we have. So things are obviously moving pretty fast. Google is learning what it wants. So, so what are the additional sources? Uh, there are only 21 sources. Uh, that said, at the time of writing, only 21 sources are cited more than once. So while we have 237 in the data set, we're, uh, Jason says that only 21 sources are showing as cited more than once. So they could be twice, I suppose it could be 100. We're not quite sure. Uh, we don't have that drill down of the data here. So that's interesting to know. I would say that maybe potentially that breaks up our knowledge graph, uh, knowledge panel trusted sources into three main categories, right? Wikipedia is our one main and trusted source. And then we have two, we have these multiple sided sources, which may be a little bit more uh, trustworthy, but are still being played with by Google. And then we have three, we have unknown and I suppose we actually have four. We have unknown and then four we have unsighted sources. So we have unknown um, We have known cited sources that are fit that are cited only once based on his data set Then we have completely unknown data sources So there's some tiers there that maybe we can work with there's probably a bit of out-of-the-box thinking worth doing So this is here, but excitingly this data indicates that a large proportion of brands got into Google's knowledge graph through an accumulation of information on multiple authoritative sources that are not Wikipedia. It is important to bear in mind though that the citation that Knowledge Panel gives is relevant to the brand 
the industry and the context of the searcher. So especially geolocation. Uh, okay, so he says here for, for marketers, this is a delightful window and it's just that, it's just that, a window and not an exhaustive list. So he does have a table here actually, a list of some sorts I suppose, that um, lists out the, the sources that do appear in his data set. So it says cited sources appearing more than once in knowledge panels on Google. So I'm going to read you a couple of these um, just so you can get an idea in your head of what's in it. Um, but I, I, if you want to see this, I, I highly recommend checking out this article. Uh, so it says here, Wikipedia, 5,068 times in his data set. None, no cited source, almost 3,000. Crunchbase, LinkedIn, Bloomberg, uh, all come in at triple digits uh, from 405 282 and 126 uh, respectively and then you've got into single digits here you've got uh, Glassdoor, Businesswire, Reuters and Global Newswire. Reuters? Routers. Reuters definitely not right I'm pretty sure. Uh, so those are double digits, uh, low double digits so under 20 and then underneath that again you've got your single digit data uh, which drops off pretty quickly. So from this data set, I can tell you that uh, you may not um, or may have picked it up here. A lot of it is very heavily focused on uh, tech, I would say. Uh, it's also very heavily focused on, uh, I would say, large business news sites um, of no particular description, I suppose. I'm surprised that we don't see more New York Times in here. Um, things like um, CNN, potentially. So things like that, we don't see, I don't see them in this list, maybe they're in a, a larger data set that he's got, or maybe they only cited one so far. Um, moving on though, I think there might be a reason for this. So he says here, where to place information to corroborate and tickle the knowledge graph. So you see, we, we know a little bit about where we can look now, so how do we, um, where, where should we go? So he says here, start by optimizing your organization profiles on Crunchbase, LinkedIn and Bloomberg. Okay, importantly in these three cases, I do mean profile pages. I checked the URL structures for all pages cited by Google for the big three, that's Crunchbase, LinkedIn and Bloomberg, big three outside of Wikipedia. They are all 100% company profile pages. Uh, so this is information and not just opinion. Uh, after that, the next step is to confirm or corroborate the information on multiple relevant trusted sources, presumably information Presumably information, not opinion. So, so this is based on the the conversation we mentioned earlier that he's had um, with other people who have spoken to Google and Bing. So presumably this is information and not opinion from someone in Google or Bing who has passed on and, and we're getting it too far down the line. So these general rules jumped out at Jason. He said, generalist news sites such as Routers, Inc and Global Newswire uh, are all good bets. Specialist news sites such as TechCrunch, GeekWire or MarketWatch, so yeah, niche I guess. Niche industry sites as well, e-learning industry, biospace.com, allthingsdogs.com, or geo-specific sites such as the irishtimes.com, oecm.ca, ft.com, which I believe is a financial times, um, but they do have regional variants, and marketindex.com.au. Right, so you can see here that if you're going to get featured and you're going to get those extra corroborating brands, first go to the, the big three, Crunchbase, LinkedIn and Bloomberg. Once you've set up or, or um, made sure you filled out your, your profile pages there, 
make sure you go and check out these other sites. So look for generalist news sites for your area, specialist news sites for your industry, um, news niche industry websites that are authoritative. So I guess maybe if we're talking about the SEO industry, potentially Moz would fall into that um, as a, a niche industry site where specialist news site might be uh, SEJ themselves or SEO Roundtable. Um, then we've got geo-specific sites. Uh, can't think of any of them off the top of my head, but you get the picture. Moving on. Um, international analysis here, um, talking about beyond the USA for people who aren't there. Intriguingly, he says, New Zealand is a country that relies least on Wikipedia and the US relies on it the most. So uh, the table that he's presented here says, in New Zealand, brands that trigger a knowledge panel are 47%. Uh, 52% rely on Wikipedia, so it's still a large reliance, but the least of, of international countries. 13% um, of the knowledge panels in New Zealand rely on other sources. Uh, Ireland is the next one. Uh, that's 47% of the knowledge panels. Uh, uh, sorry, 53% of the knowledge panels are triggered by Wikipedia. And then we've got Australia again at 53 UK 53, CA is 55, uh, and then US is 55 as well, slightly higher. So that's your Wikipedia reliance for those countries. So you can see that we have a diminishing, well, it gets larger, I guess, as soon as we get, the closer we get to the USA, which is interesting, I, I think. Uh, you would think the USA would have probably a, a lesser reliance on it, but um, who knows why that is. So which are the most influential sources worldwide outside of Wikipedia? It says here, one last intriguing figure, the reliance on the new favorites, Crunchbase, LinkedIn, and Bloomberg, Bloomberg is around 75% globally. So Google has strong reliance on training wheels. It's just getting more adventurous with it. Intriguingly, New Zealand is most reliant on these three and USA the least. So if you're in New Zealand, Ireland, Australia, I'd say the countries that have the smaller reliances on uh, Wikipedia, get onto Crunchbase and LinkedIn and Bloomberg and see if you can set yourself up there. Uh, conclusion. So the three steps to get into the knowledge panel without a Wikipedia article. Uh, step one, make sure your information on your site sets out clearly who you are and what you do. Step two, add schema.org markup. Step three, get corroboration on multiple trusted, authoritative, independent third-party websites. So ironically, to get a place in Knowledge Graph without a Wikipedia page, you need to build a case for notability, which is exactly what Wikipedia is asking for, for you to get a Wikipedia page. So we may have a, a, a chicken and egg scenario here or a cart and a horse scenario, I'm not sure, quite sure, but potentially if you have a Wikipedia article, you should have a knowledge graph. If you have a knowledge graph, you may be able to make a case for you to get a Wikipedia article. So if you've got one, make sure you go and check out trying to get the other. And that may sound and feel frustrating, but Jason doesn't think it is. He says, your aim is to prove to Google that your brand is notable, but the barrier is lower in other areas than it is in Wikipedia. It's much lower to get yourself listed on these other websites than it is in Wikipedia, especially LinkedIn. LinkedIn's super easy, right? Get on there, set up your business profile, uh, put some posts around it, connect your, your um, employees and yourself to it, and that should start the ball rolling. Uh, second point is you are building a case and presenting it to an unbiased machine rather than to human editors at Wikipedia. Again, barrier is lower, easy to get on there. Uh, third point, you now have a great kickstart, a list of sources you can use as inspiration to find the places Google trusts 
All you need to do is place those 30 trusted corroborations to trigger your place in the knowledge graph. So we've listed a couple here um, that may be helpful. The main three, that's, that's helpful to you. Um, Wikipedia obviously is gonna be a big one, so maybe you can get the four. If you don't have that uh, knowledge graph yet, go through and start building up those extra 30. And I think there'd be an interesting case for another article here around what are the other 30 authoritative places, even if it's just speculation. Um, because I think that's something that you could test at least at scale if you had a number of people helping you. So uh, Jason goes on to say, there are a vast number of sources that are not used to citations, but are trusted nonetheless. The citations are merely those that best represent the brand. A source can be trusted by Google without being, a cita being cited sorry, and a source. So this, a, site can be, a source can be trusted by Google without being cited as one. A uh, source can also be used as a citation for one brand without being sufficiently relevant to a trusted to be a trusted source for another. It makes perfect sense. That would give you your industry specifications, maybe different levels in your industry as well. And number three, used as a, a source can be used as a citation without being most trusted. The fact that Google often cites brands' own websites points clearly to the idea that it is citing the most representative text rather than the most trusted source. So that might be another good point, right? Your own website's link building as well um, and branding will play a hard, huge role in that. And it's been mentioned from a, a knowledge context point of view, so your copywriting point of view, but I would say brand mentions in links to your, pay, uh, your website uh, will be very helpful as well because obviously that's establishing that website as the entity, the known source of, of knowledge for them. Uh, okay, and that's all I have for you today. Uh, so I hope that helps. So just to reiterate the three main points we, we spoke about at the start of the article, um, you know, getting a Wikipedia article is very hard to, to do. You have to get through human moderators, you have to pass through you know, different levels of scrutiny, and if you've done this before, you know how difficult it is even to be sneaky about getting yourself a link on Wikipedia, let alone getting yourself a whole article. Um, so if you're going to get yourself a knowledge panel and Wikipedia is off limits to you for now, the best way forward is to do the following. Um, it is, one, to make sure that your uh, About Us page has information about you and that it is citing uh, you know, a good write-up about who you are as a brand, what you do, etc. Everything's clear um, and understandable by Google. Two, add the schema.org markup to that page uh, so, and to your website to make sure that Google understands that you're a brand, an entity. So that's a point we probably haven't made in this. Make sure you add your, your brand or your, your business markup, not any markup, how-to schema, won't help you in this scenario more than likely. So number three is get significant coverage. And the significant coverage, if you are not gonna use Wikipedia, uh, can come from uh, Freebase, CIA World Factbook. Uh, those are two sources that uh, you've got, so that's two. And then you've also got the big three that we stated before, which are LinkedIn, Crunchbase, and Bloomberg. So that's five straight out outside of your website, which is six. So now you've got a list of six sources you can start at. Uh, if you're looking for that knowledge graph, which is very important too, if, if you've got a business that is competitive, you're in an industry that maybe your competitors are betting on your brand, or you've got maybe some shady things going around people fronting as your brand and selling uh, and, and trying to you know, collect commissions from you or something like that, 
Um, if you're in a situation where you need to very clearly establish yourself, then this would be something very worthwhile. Anyway, that's all I have for you today. Uh, this has run still longer than I planned than the future ones to 23 minutes roughly right now. Uh, trying to keep these around 10 to 15 minutes. Um, but, you know, at times we've got to be thorough rather than fast. Thank you for listening. I will see you tomorrow. If you have any feedback for me, please uh, reach out to me on Twitter. That's at Patrick Herbert, H-E-R-B-E-R-T, zero, all one word. You can find me there. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, please give this a like and a share if you can, if you enjoyed it. It would really help me out to get more listeners in. Uh, the focus of this is really to try and give you something actionable and helpful as well as news every day. So uh, the more people you can get this to, the more people I can help to educate around SEO, help maybe if you're an SEO to get your job and get the actions that you're trying to get done past the people that you're working for, be that clients or bosses. Um, uh, share that, share, share it around, yeah. Uh, I really hope to try and educate and help. Uh, in the future, we're looking at having some interviews and some more in-depth content. But for now, that's all I have for you. Thank you and goodbye.